everyone, and welcome to One Control Report Podcast, episode 99. I'm Benjamin Yoder, here today to talk to you about video games. Episode 100's next week. I still have nothing planned, so don't expect anything special. <laughs> um, um, I will probably, knowing how, how things have been lately, anytime there's like any need to do additional work, I will probably eventually kind of fall off of it for now. So next week will probably be a normal episode. <laughs> um, um, yeah, it's been, it's been busy. Like, uh, there's been, uh, some developments in terms of, uh, Final Fantasy 14 or Final Fantasy 11 data mining stuff. Uh, I had someone reach out to me about doing some more in-depth data mining for both Final Fantasy 14 1.0 and 11. Um, and I'm not really in a position where I can help them at the moment. Um, and I also have my own things that I'm trying to work on with that. I recently found, um, a a pretty big chunk of stuff that I, I, I feel like is not only useful to go ahead and throw on the, the cutting room floor page for Final Fantasy 11. It's some like unused stuff or not unused, but stuff that was taken out of the game in like 2002. Um, uh, but yeah, I, 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 I have a good chunk of stuff that I want to put on the cutting room floor, but it's also big enough and maybe interesting enough that I can actually do an article about it as well. So I might, what I might end up doing is, you know, once I finish the Castlevania 64 script, chill on the videos for a little bit, you know, like I may not, like Gun Gage is coming out at the end of this month, no matter what, but maybe the Castlevania 64 video may be June instead instead of May, or it'll come out in May, and then we might have a gap after that, just depending on how things go. I'm going to try to be a bit less strict on the schedule. I know I said I wanted to do a video every month, but um, I think I think that's kind of setting myself up for failure, um, especially with how, how things have been going out work, uh, lately with work. And then there's just been a lot of stuff piling on top that I want to do. Like inevitably, if I do only videos, then the parts of me that wants to do other things starts itching and gets frustrated. And I'm like, I want to do articles about this stuff too. <laughs> and I just don't have the time, unfortunately. Someday maybe, like I really should. Uh, I think like, it's this may sound very sad but it's just like i think a lot of like if i ever wanted to be like fully happy in life i will need to or maybe not fully happy but like like be able to manage my time better um it would probably be needing to do stuff kind of like what i'm doing now as actual work so i get you know paid for something i enjoyed enjoy doing to some extent but don't worry about it well let's stop talking about that now for now because that's not going to happen anytime soon and it probably will never happen because i've been writing about games for 10 years now and only have only like <laughs> brushed up against the potential of getting paid for writing about games which i feel like a lot of people get to that point and then at some point it's like hmm can't make money off this anyways Let's put all that stuff aside. I played video games this weekend. Um, I, I sat down today, uh, pretty much uh, today being Sunday, um, pretty much uh, uh, played Valkyrie Chronicles 4 for for most of the afternoon. Um, 
I stopped around. Uh, so when I went out, went out to Georgia, I, I put Valkyrie Chronicles 4 back down, unfortunately. But it's only been like a week, week and a half, maybe closer to two weeks since I've played it. So I'm getting back into it. I'm going to finish it this time. I, I looked up the number of chapters there were, and there are 18 chapters. And uh, as of today, I left off at probably about like 15 and a half. The 15th chapter is split up in two parts. Um, so so I'm getting there. I think within the next couple of weeks, we'll, we'll have Valkyrie Chronicles 4 beaten hopefully <laughs> um so so yeah i played i played a chunk of that nothing really new there still just a really great game it's 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 it's, it's crazy how that game hasn't hasn't a uh, soul it's not crazy that it hasn't sold well but it's it's a shame to see you know that that franchise continue to struggle struggle to find success outside of the hd remake of the first game or not hd remake but like the the port of the first game to the pc and ps4 it's crazy that that it's it's still just like every entry seems to kind of get short rift to some extent um and then i also spent a little bit of time doing uh some of the wii u uh virtual console stuff in my own free time rather than streaming it um i started messing with like the values in terms like how to display um uh graphics or like where to display how large to display the graphics. So if you don't know, in the Wii U VC, um, there's a couple of different screen modes, and one of them has very small screens on the on the actual TV. So I've, I found that I can actually alter the size of the, the screens by modifying a configuration file. Um, and and it didn't work properly. They uh, they are in the wrong positions, but I think I just need to um, uh, mess with the position uh, data as well and, and get it set up. So it just makes it a little easier to to stream that stuff i think when the when the picture's a lot bigger it's not even that big of an issue with like streaming it because then i can always blow it up for streaming but like actually you know seeing it on my side it's nicer if it's if it's larger um also be able to get rid of the weird nintendo ds background they put in those things and then i also try to get uh the wizard of oz beyond the elbic road to run if you don't know that's a nintendo ds jrpg based off the wizard of oz um it's really cute it was i forget who developed it i think it might have been media vision so the people who did um um wild arms i have i talk a lot about media vision games these last like a handful of years pretty much since Val- valkyrie revolution happened i think about media vision a lot <laughs> um it wasn't by any any uh any desire or like or aim to do that i think i just started noticing their name a bit more i was like huh because I, I used it in the past had an interest in playing uh chaos rings as well and i haven't sat down and done that still but someday but yeah uh, unfortunately if you try to launch the wizard of oz uh beyond the yellow brick road on nintendo ds in the on the wii u at least using the way i'm injecting those roms it's basically a hard crash immediately so it's 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 not work it, Unfortunately, I won't be able to do any content around that game, at least not until I get a Nintendo DS or 3DS capture card to actually do that. And then I played I played some other things. Uh, Lost in Blue, which we played a little bit on the Nintendo DS stream. I basically did that at a two times resolution scale. Looks fine. That game zoomed out enough that you don't really get that much of an improvement. Uh, Spectrum's Beyond the Portal. Um, it all That game's also fairly zoomed out, so you don't get a ton of improvement on the resolution of the game when you set it at the two times scale. Um, but it actually... Uh, it actually, um, it looks pretty good. Like, like that game has a very Mega Man Legend style look and feel to it. Maybe even more so than Origins on the Wii. Um, and so it's nice getting to see that stuff clear. I mean, obviously, if you wanted to, you know, go on PC and make it, you know, as clear as you want there, I think you typically can do like one to four X um, on on PC if you mess with it and emulate it there. And then I played a little, a little bit of Kingdom Hearts 358 divided by two days, which actually 
I actually really liked what I played of that. It's it's definitely janky in terms of uh, you know being a Kingdom Hearts game on a Nintendo DS. Like to move the camera, it's like you use your thumb on the touch screen to rotate the camera around. You can hold down select and look around, but then you like you know lose control and things like that. So it's not it's not like ideal. But that 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 weird like touch screen emulation of an analog stick is is pretty. Uh, pretty interesting but uh, i really like the vibe of the opening of that game it's just it's just it's un, it's like weirdly it's not really unsettling it's just more of uncomfortable like the main character roxas in that game or something i i i always doubt who people are in kingdom Hearts games because i always just hear about like how there's a bunch of people who are not who they actually are um but yeah so so roxas is at least how they present him at the beginning of that game and um and uh he just kind of has like he has like a weird form of amnesia it seems like that he might be like continuing to forget things not just like only forgetting you know his past and so like he's weirdly like at home in this organization but he's also just kind of like uncertain of everything and everyone it's it's a weird thing i would i want to spend more time with it at some point but i i need to actually buy it so in the case of the king so in the case of all the other ds games i've streamed i i own those um king hearts 358 divided by two i wanted to test that to make sure it worked because if i wasn't gonna buy it if i wasn't gonna be able to play it on wii u unfortunately which is a silly thing to say but i almost always prefer to play things on a console or or tv if possible and i, I don't play a lot of ds games these days or 3ds games unless i'm traveling and I don't travel very often, so so it's not something I do all the time. Um, but yeah, so that was that was good fun. That's what I I spent like, most of my weekend doing. Um, and yeah, that's really it. Oh, I played a little bit of Drive Girls too for the well, Drive Girls as well uh, for the Vita. That's pretty much just a hack and slash thing, but it's really silly because you're a girl that turns into a car, so you can just kind of turn into a car whenever you want as well. It was pre- it was fine. I want to sit down and play through it at some point, but um. Honestly, I, I, I started a, a like uh, a collection of games on my desk that I'm like quote unquote actively playing or or want to play in the near future. Um, and unfortunately this this pile of games is just growing and like like I bought Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes when it came out and I literally have not put it into the Switch yet. And it's still just sitting here. So I need to start making some decisions about games. Valkyrie Chronicles 4 is definitely happening first, but uh but uh, yeah, I need to need to figure some stuff out. Uh, Drive Girls is here, but I think it's temporarily here. I don't think it's gonna stay here, unfortunately. Excuse me. But uh, but yeah. So so um, that's pretty much what I played this weekend. In terms of news, um, it, it's I I didn't really see a ton of stuff this week that I was super interested in. There was some like you know turmoil at Square Enix in terms of people getting moved around and stuff but it seemed like it was fairly you know uneventful stuff outside of um they kind of recently changed how their business business divisions work so if you don't know Square Enix has like a series of business divisions that are essentially like individual development teams or or individual groups that might work on multiple games but um but they're kind of headed off by certain key people at the company like you know Nomura, Yoshida, uh Tabata when he was there and um, so um so I think they've compressed those groups down a bit more um and so I think there's a lot of just like people moving around and and getting put on different projects and stuff um so there's some stuff about that and, and nothing really nothing really of note to say about it other than you know Yoshida still working on his AAA project which I'm, I'll be curious to see if that's like an MMO or if it'll be uh more of a, a straightforward Square Enix property speaking of which the the last was it left alive is what it's called that uh that shooter or like stealth shooter game they put out recently i ne- I didn't pick that up i really want to but 
more video games. I probably should stop buying video games for now, unfortunately. <laughs> it's, I've been buying a lot of games and not really playing a lot of them either. So um, I want to I wanna get that stuff sorted out. Uh, <laughs> I might just focus on playing games in the near future because I feel like I'm just kind of stressed out. And, and probably just playing games might be good. Although it ends up being, it makes cases where like I'm playing Mighty Gunvolt Burst and like, um, and, uh, I'm just like, I'm just going to play and enjoy this. And then I have so many thoughts about that game and it's just like, oh my gosh, I want to do something with this, but, uh, I don't have the time to. So, um, but then, uh, I think this is actually older news, but uh, there's also a Sword Art Online. Al so I'm always, I always mess this name up. It's like Alicization. And the new game has the additional subtitle to it, Licorice, Alicization, Licorice, or something like something silly like that. That's a lot harder to say than Fatal Bullet. Um, it's set in whatever the new like sort of online MMO world is, which I don't know anything about it. I think it's like like more more closer to the original series, more like knight-ish. I don't know, man. I don't know anything about it. King Arthur. <laughs> I think is a part of it. Um, but anyways, so so they, they showed that off like a week, a week and a half ago at this point. I think what's most notable is just that it seems like it's a game that has a lot more a lot more um, polish to it than a lot of the other more hack and slash uh, sort of online games seem to have. And also seems like it has like a weight to it. Um, it's very focused on like an individual, char individual character and it seems like the combos uh, look less mashy. But I'm going to guess since it's a sort of online game, it probably will still feel very budget. But it, it looks it looks all right. Um, it looks fine. I don't know if I'll go on my way to play it. Um, Fatal Bullet really caught my attention because it was you know really different and also you know the Freedom Wars relationship uh, with developers. So so I'm not sure if I'm com completely committed to buying more sort of online games, but it sure seems like I am to some extent. <laughs> um, and then there's also the uh, Sega Genesis Mini stuff that was that was announced at the Sega Fest things. Also Sakura Tyson, Sakura Wars, but I don't really, I haven't really done anything with Sakura Wars at this point to feel anything about that new announcement. That trailer looked okay, but there wasn't anything really in it other than just like some cutscenes and characters. It looks fine. It looks it looks well made. Um, but yeah, the, the Sega Genesis Mini, um, which is like another one of those little classic consoles for from Sega. Um, I, I looked at the lineup for that and, uh, you know, the, the thing I always say about the Sega Genesis is that they've released, re-released that stuff so much that it's very difficult for me to get very excited for the re-release of Sega Genesis games, but there is an exception here. If you have been rec listening recently, I, I noted that Castlevania Bloodlines, as far as I know, has not been released on any other platform, or if it was, it's no longer available to download so this this uh this uh mini Sega Genesis mini actually has Castlevania bloodlines on it which is really cool um I don't know I don't actually don't know what the cost of the Sega Genesis mini is it uh it probably doesn't justify buying it just for Castlevania bloodlines but uh I might first I'm gonna probably wait out to see if that Castlevania anniversary collection have bloodlines on it I'm not sure if they've updated that list of games still because there's like four additional slots under the um the other four Castlevania games but if, if bloodlines is in that collection then I can just skip this thing entirely but yeah we'll see I think I think like the last Genesis collection I bought was the ps3 one and there's a lot of emulation issues with that with that one in particular um so it could be worth getting probably not but you know, at some point I might be able to sit down and justify the cost depending on how much it is. But, but it's, it's really hard. Like, cause even like the NES mini, I, I sit down and look at it and like, yes, there's a lot of games on here that I need to play still. And, and I don't really have access to, 
um, because I don't have a working NES at this point, and I don't really buy NES games at this moment, at least not until I get a working NES. Um, um, and so, like, even though that NES Classic was relatively available, like, a year or two ago, I, I just couldn't justify the cost of it, because there's, like, nothing on there that really jumped out at me. It's like, I'm going to play this when I get it. So, Castlevania Bloodlines is at least that, like, how Star Fox was that for, um, for the Super Nintendo Mini for me. Not even so much Star Fox 2, just plain Star Fox. I, I don't have a Super Nintendo at this point. I really should get one <laughs> eventually. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I just hope that it's, like, you know, A, a it has a decent lineup of games, and then, you know, because I don't think they've showed off everything. I forget what the total number is. Uh, it says 40 games, so, and it comes out in September. Let me see if they have a price point here. Gonna do some on-the-podcast research. $80. Depends on what's in there, but uh, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess whatever they put in there isn't going to add up to eighty dollars worth of value for me, at least in terms of like what I know I want to spend money on right now. So probably won't happen, but it's always nice that it's there. Um, I'm still waiting to see how low that PlayStation Classic gets. Um, I, I I did find a use for it because I was like, you know what, I could use that PlayStation Classic for if I ever play any kind of patched uh, patched game. It would be an easy way to do that while still having like, you know, not having to like play it on a PC or something like that or or try to burn a disc or something. Because right now my PlayStation 2s aren't um, self-modded or anything. They're just normal PlayStation 2s. My PS1 does have a mod chip in it. I, I've never tested to see if it plays burn games before, so maybe it would work, but, but I don't know. Old video games. I, th- I think that's all I have to talk about this week. You know what that means? Oh, no. Did I not bring it up? It's fortune cookie time, but where's the fortune cookie, Ben? Where did you put it? <laughs> Let me bring the fortune cookie up. Uh, Let's talk about something. Let's talk about more old video games, probably. My collection is mostly full of old video games, like Chibi Robo Park Patrol. We actually I actually talked about Chibi Robo Park Patrol recently, Um, uh, because when we did the Wii U uh, Nintendo DS stream stuff, uh, I did play a little bit of Chibi Robo Park Patrol there. And uh, I, I like Chibi Robo Park Patrol a lot. It's a game that I think is, is, is particularly not uh, well-liked, even within like the Chibi Robo community, because it's very grindy. So basically, if you don't know, like the original Chibi Robo, your little robot that goes around and clean the house, and while you're cleaning the house, you basically um, you do quests for people and stuff. So you basically go and do these little tasks, and you get like the stories behind all these different, like, you can think of it similar like a Toy Story kind of thing, where there's a bunch of toys running around and stuff but then in the different from toy story the toys are like alive and stuff so or like not alive the the people sometimes know those toys are alive like i think you or at least they know chibi robo is alive like a, a robot Maybe they don't see the toys as being alive, but you basically you can interact with humans even though you're 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 a little robot um and so you like go around cleaning the house and you do like little objectives and tasks. And it's all about like energy management because Chibi Robo only has so much of a battery life. So he has to make sure he charges up at certain locations. Um, so in Park Patrol, it's actually a bit a bit harder because uh, because you're in a park, there's not exactly like outlets everywhere. So you can't just like charge up wherever you want. Um, you have to you have to always go back to like your home base. There might be I think there is a outlet that's like in one area um particularly it's like a back alley or something but i'd have to i'd have to look at it again but i recently played through it and, and i really enjoyed it it really kind of hits all the same points that the original cheapy robo did it's just kind of like there's some decent um you know kind of sweet stories in there to some extent some silly ones um you know there's there's but it's it's kind of like 
off. Everything about that series is always off. Like the, the character relationships and things don't always feel like they don't feel natural or realistic, but, uh, but they do have like an impact to them, I guess. It's it's weird because I think the reason why they don't always feel like natural and realistic is because there's a budget issue where they're basically, you know, when they animate, they're just like sitting there wobbling around. Um, and then also the there's no like voice acting or anything. So so like all the voice acting is like doo, 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 like that kind of thing, like a bunch of like noises. And um and then so everybody just talks in that, in that tone. And so you don't really get so much of the, like, uh, the, like feelings of characters outside of like how their face, like, I don't know if animates even is the right word. Cause I think in Chibi Robo, it's like their faces are like 2d textures. So it's just changing the texture out. But, uh, yeah, I think Park Patrol is a really fun game that, but the biggest problem is that it's just really grindy because, um, unlike the first game, Park Patrol has like an ever present threat where it's like, um, basically, uh, well, I mean, Chibi Robo 1 has some grindy stuff in it too, don't get me wrong. Um, but Chibi Robo Park Patrol has like these little, uh, these little like pollution balls that go around and attack your garden. And they show up every day. And um, you have to go and take, well, every day in game. And so you have to go take care of them every single day. And sometimes the park is pretty big in that game, honestly. And until you get like a bigger battery pack or, or like uh, bikes and stuff or cars that let you move across the field a lot faster, um, it can take a long time to run all the way out there, then run all the way back and then go do the thing you wanted to do for that day. It, it kind of feels like Harvest Moon to some extent, where it's just like sometimes you will just like run out of energy if you're not careful and you have to be like careful uh, or else you end up on the next day at that point. I think, I think that's how it works in park patrol. Um, so it's just a lot of times we have to run out there, go take care of a bunch of stuff that really doesn't have any, any meaning or value other than you're just trying to prevent them from killing your flowers. And then you go off, do your little bit of story quest, and then you go back, go back to sleep, wake back up, go back to the garden, destroy a bunch of those pollution things again. So it's just like, it's just kind of like a, a grind to it. But I think it's, I think it's a fun game and I really want to try, um, I think Chibi Robo 3 on Nintendo DS has a fan translation. I'll have to double check on that. Um, and I think, I think, uh, that one goes back to more like the home setting and stuff like that. So I would like to, to tackle that someday, especially since it seems like Nintendo doesn't really know what to do with Chibi Robo at this point. They did that like platforming game, but I think it bombed pretty hard. So maybe there's just no more Chibi Robo. If you like Chibi Robo and you, uh, and, and you don't want to play, you know, any of the current Chibi Robo games on the market, I would recommend Snowpack Park. That's a fun thing by the same company. It's not quite the same thing. It's basically, oh man, I'm telling you this, but then I forgot uh, the WeWare Shop channel. Our WeWare Shop is no longer available. So you'd have to, if you don't have it already, you'll have to uh, have a hacked Wii and, and load the image on there for the game, basically. But uh, but yeah, it's like a little, uh, you're a little like a penguin wrangler and you go and you like collect a bunch of penguins and, and build like a penguin army to help you traverse this environment. And, uh, and you like feed them and squawk with them. Uh, I'll put a trailer for it. It's really cute, but yeah. If uh, unfortunately, if you if you're a hundred percent legit, unless you already bought the game, it's gone. Um, so, but if you are okay not being a hundred percent legit, hack that Wii or Wii U. <laughs> so, thank you, hackers and pa hackers and piraters. You're you're doing good work. Unfortunately, <laughs> I mean, not unfortunately, but you know, it's it's yeah, it's a thing. Um, yeah, I guess that's it for this week. Thanks for coming. Um, I had a list of things I wanted to, to, to know. Oh, um, so in addition to like, so, you know, when I talk about news on this, this, uh, 
podcast. It actually takes me a long time to really get through all this stuff and find what I want to talk about. So so I actually did a little feature this weekend uh, called Weekend Hits or Weekend Quick Hits on my blog or on my, my website, onecontrolreport.com. If you go to the weekly section, and I think it's also under the article section, but not under the featured article section. Um, uh, so if you just click the articles link on the top left, I believe it's it's under there. Um, I basically just go through some of the other stuff I find or found, and it's usually like smaller things. I really don't have any like anything to say too much about. So I think the text that's associated with them is kind of frivolous to some extent, but it's more of just like a way to, to actually post things that I, I usually just like spam onto my Twitter account or something. So I don't know if that's going to stay. It, it, it didn't take a long time to do, but it is still just more stuff and it doesn't really add like, at least right now, I feel like it doesn't really add any value to anything, at least based off what the final product ended up being, but it's on the website. So if you have any thoughts, let me know. But, um, but I, I don't, I don't have any, uh, I don't know. We'll, 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 We'll maybe try it some more. That's I guess that's all I have to say about that. Like I said, episode 100, I have no idea if there's anything special. Probably not. Um, and then also, uh, there will be a gun gauge video at the end of this month. I believe I said that already. I'm looking into maybe doing like a gun gauge podcast, but I'm still trying to figure out what I would want it to be. And, um, and uh, I think I'd probably want to try to invite somebody on. So so we'll see. I might, I might try to try to do that because for gun gauge in particular i don't know anyone who's particularly passionate about it i don't think um but i, I do kind of want to do it as like a test run because i do want to do for things like castling 64 and like fan star online episode 3 where i have found people who are particularly passionate about that stuff or has some interesting things to talk about with it and stuff like that i i, I would i would be cool to, to you know find somebody else who has a passion for those games and talk about them because you know they're they're not exactly super well loved as is and I guess that's it. Thanks for coming. OneControllReport.com. Uh, and then, oh yeah, and then uh, I forgot to post the stream this week, so I'm going to post the Zelda stream this week. You don't need to watch it. It was a bad stream. Uh, <laughs> and then I also did a quick play stream for uh, uh, Mighty Gumball Burst, but it kind of went bad as well. So I don't know. Maybe don't watch the streamed content this week. It's up to you. I won't I won't stop you either. Sometimes I feel like content's bad and like the stream content I do is bad, but then I go back and watch it. I'm like, yeah, this is fine. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll finally let you go. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>